Hi there, and welcome to the Chaos Podcast from the CAP team here at Maternal Infant Services Network. The focus of our podcast is cultivating health, acceptance, opportunity, and soul, which we've shortened to chaos. The podcast features our team of CAP community health educators and a variety of guest speakers. As a quick reminder, this is just an educational discussion as we are not medical professionals. Our podcast aims to empower youth personally and professionally by discussing the topics most affecting their lives. My name is Katie, and I will be your host today. Let's get into the episode. Could you please introduce yourself? Hi, um, I'm Hannah. I'm an intern for Maternal Infant Services Network, um, and I'm currently a college student in my senior year at SUNY New Paltz. Thank you for joining us today. We're so happy to have you here at Maternal Infant Services Network. And I thought you'd be the perfect guest to come on and talk a little bit about college life. Maybe for our audience who might be thinking about applying to college or just starting college or maybe adjusting to college. Hopefully we can maybe share some advice and some of our experiences. So I first want to talk about the beginning stages of college. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering what your experience was moving away to go to college. I know that you shared that you went a little bit far away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm from, it's a four hour drive um, from here. So it was pretty far. I was also, um, I'm the oldest sibling in my family. So none of my family like really knew the college like applying process or anything like that so it was definitely scary (laughs) at the beginning to be going so far um and to be like the first one to kind of like do that of my siblings get to go beyond what you know and that's exciting so scary but exciting yeah I think that perfectly explains it and you can kind of start to shape a different identity that is separate from where you're from do you think when you were applying to schools that you specifically tried to pick some places that were a little bit further away Yeah, I originally thought I was going to go to Buffalo, which was only two hours away from my hometown. And then I found New Paltz and kind of like um, learned about like the town more and like the community there. And I was like, I feel like I need to go to this spot. Like, I feel like I know that that is for me. Yeah. Yeah. I totally share that feeling with you. Like when I found my school, which is kind of in the opposite direction as you, I moved four hours away. But yeah to near where you're from Mm -hmm. and when you kind of learn more about that school you kind of get that feeling like this is a really good fit but I think even when you know that a school is a really good fit it doesn't necessarily make your adjustment process easier I agree yeah so I was wondering if you could share a little bit about your adjustment process to getting acclimated to being at school yeah it was hard like really hard I had been in like the same house my whole life, the same town. Um, I had never had like that moving experience before. And I remember like the first few weeks I had that feeling of like, I know I'm in the right spot. I know I can grow here and I know I want to be here. But at the same time, eventually you just get through it. And like, if if you feel like, you know, you're in the right spot, that kind of like helps you get through it. Mm. Um, But it's definitely scary and it's going to be scary. um, I think no matter how you do it. I think kind of just like feeling like I knew there was potential in the, like the location and um, the people I was around mm. kind of like helped me be like, okay, I'm going to eventually like be in that like safe spot. Yes. Yeah. I think there's a big difference between feeling like this school isn't right for me versus like 
this school is right for me. I'm just still adjusting. And like, that's okay. And a lot of big feelings come with it. It's kind of just about like sticking it out a little bit, finding your place. And I think a big part of that for me was kind of choosing my classes. So how did you go about choosing which classes to take, especially that freshman year? Yeah. So I originally applied as an anthropology major. Good Um, one. Yeah. So I had most of my general education done um, in high school. Um, so I was kind of like applying for what was left of my, um, general education studies and then also what I would need for an anthropology major. Um, and I remember I had picked out like five classes and I kind of had like my schedule set. And then there was like this one day where I went on to like the, um, SUNY New Pulse page and just kind of like looked over the classes again and, intro to women, gender, and sexuality studies like popped up and it was supposedly a really hard class to get into Mm -hmm. because so many people wanted to take it. So it like popped up, like someone had like dropped the class. So I like immediately like clicked, like I want to be in. Um, And I got into that class, which I was really excited for because I just heard like great things about like those kind of classes. Mm -hmm. So I was super excited to take that class and that someone had (laughs) dropped that. And I like randomly happened to like go on to the page that day so I remember like being really excited to take that yeah, class on that's like of, a like, magical moment I know it was insane I remember like emailing my advisor like guess what just happened yay yeah. <laughs> oh my but, gosh yeah and it did turn out to be yes. um at your school it's women gender and sexuality and sexuality yep. studies major yeah. and that was another reason I invited you on the podcast because I was also a gender sexuality mm-hmm. and women's studies major along with public health mm-hmm. um I thought that was so fun. So I was wondering, you know, you took that class and then you ended up with that major. What kind of happened in the middle? Yeah, when I took that class, it was intro. So it was kind of just a little bit of like everything you could possibly learn about in the major. Um, So it was like a lot of information spewed at once. But I just remember feeling like so safe in the classroom. Like it was just different than other classes I would take. Like there was like this safety to it. Um, The professors were just like so nice like they really like wanted to be there and they really like were passionate about the things that they were studying Mm. and yeah there was just this kind of safety to it like I think in other classes they're like there's a respect um but sometimes it feels almost like let go of all of that and it was something else like something that I had never really experienced before like in an academic setting Mm. and yeah I just loved it yeah I loved it it feels like so surreal to be in a class at an academic institution where the class subject is like calling out academia exactly and it's like but it's kind of amazing it's it's incredible it's yeah I don't know there's just like something safe about it like you just know that you don't have to like Mm -hmm. fit into these like perfect little academic shoes Mm -hmm. because you can be anything even if you are in this classroom and even if you are in this institution, there's still like an outside of it yes. um, sense that you get in those classes. Yeah. And I think that translates to what you end up having an academic interest in. Exactly. And also like just existing at school. It's really fun to be able to find a safe place and like mm-hmm. an interesting subject that I feel like makes you feel more at home as yeah. you're adjusting to college. Yeah. Did you take any other classes in your major that you really loved? Yeah, I've taken a lot of amazing classes. There's like my favorite class um, that I've taken so far. Uh, it was called Caring Queerly. Um, it was just a class about 
care. We learned about care um, as it's shown like in our current society. And we learned about care as it could be shown in um, if we were to create a quote unquote better society. Yeah, so we read actually this um, book by the Care Collective called The Care Manifesto, um, which just talked about, um, I mean, it was a manifesto, so obviously it was full of demands. And it just talked about like, demanding care people who are like feminists or um queer or whatever it is are very like i i felt like i was like told that i'm just constantly like trying to divide people Mm -hmm. um and so to be introduced to like these concepts that um are completely different about that they're completely about interdependence um they're about coming together as a community and caring for each other And this book specifically, The Care Manifesto, is about what if we had caring economies, caring kinships, um, caring societies, like all of these things where everything is structured by care. Mm -hmm. And that was just so inspiring to read and like to think about and to like be like, no, I'm not doing this to divide people. I mean, not that I ever thought I was, but um, to just be like, this is what we want. This is what I want, you know, Mm -hmm. like we want it to be structured by interdependence. Yeah. Um, like we're naturally interdependent beings, Mm -hmm. like this is what we deserve. Yeah, I just, I loved that. I loved that class. Yeah, Yeah, I think when people found out I was a gender, sexuality, women's studies major, I think you always kind of get a question of like, well, what are you going to do with that? But I think Mm -hmm. you just spoke to like, you really come across like different concepts that I think you can end up applying to any part of your life or any work that you might engage in in the future and i mean even now you're participating in this internship with Mm -hmm. maternal infant services network and i so see how that concept applies to the work that we do here and also just how to exist within a community or how to like form relationships with neighbors and friends i think that it enhances you as a person to kind of Mm -hmm. learn about those things and engage with those concepts on a college level yeah one of my cousins like told me because we were talking about she's a psychology major um and we were just talking about like people are always like what are you gonna do what are you gonna do and she was like honestly at this point like i've just answered i'm just building skills Like, I'm just building skills, like, I'm um, preparing myself to be a better human and to make the world a better place in um, how I see fit, how my community sees fit. And yeah, I really think that that's what it's about. I mean, I think we have a very, very much a focus on, like, where are we going to, like, what are we going to do next? Where are we going to go? Coming back to college a little bit, Mm -hmm. how, and I feel like we touched on this a little bit getting into care and interdependency but how does your major relate to maybe maternal infant services network or maybe what you're thinking about kind of pursuing more in the future i think specifically with maternal infant services network um like we said like care um i think community is a big part of it it's a big part of like what i study um and what is done here and at another other like nonprofits. um in the area and other organizations in general, um, just kind of like that building community, um, mutual aid, like coming together um, for something that's needed. Um, obviously here, there's a lot of focus on bettering birth outcomes and things like that as a whole. Um, and I think that's really important in my major as well. Um, I mean, you obviously know that like you, your health and um, 
gender studies background kind of like coming together, I do think that's super important um, because I think health is kind of skewed by um, patriarchy and colonialism. And I think that they're kind of like pushing back on the skewed nature of it, um, pushing back on racial inequities and gender inequities that um, push these um, concepts of health that just simply aren't true, aren't scientific, and are inevitably dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so places that push back on that and come together for community, um, for interdependence, for mutual aid, um, to give people like those resources that are necessary to survive and thrive is so important. And I love learning about like how I can do that, especially in like the specific community. I'm new to the area. So learning what is needed here, um, what this organization is doing for the people here. Um, yeah, that's been super great and helpful to kind of apply what I've learned in the classroom, um, the skills that I've learned to how can it actually um, affect the people in my community? You're so right. Like it very easily relates to the work that community organizations like Maternal Infant Services Network do. I was really afraid to like major in women, gender and sexuality studies at first, because obviously it's like the what are you going to do kind of thing. Uh, I really think that like it just it lets you be who you want to be and also like see a world that like you are trained to not see yes like it's it's just like literally life-changing and I think more people should major in gender and sexuality studies I Mm. think um you know if if you want to go to college um but that's been so important to like grow as a person like for me um and obviously there are ways to dig into um those kind of things outside of academia but yeah, it's just been great. And I feel like it was scary to get into that field at first, but it's so worth it. If someone is interested in women, gender and sexuality studies, but maybe already has a different major, is already really thinking of a different path they want to take in college, is there any literature or authors or anything like that that you would recommend if someone feels like they want to get more educated on these things or just has an interest? I would say anything by Audre Lorde. Um, recently, I read Emergent Strategy by Adrienne Marie Brown. That is one of my favorite yes. books of all time. Yeah, I haven't actually finished reading it. We read like the first half for one of the classes I'm in and literally like incredible. I could go on about it, but it's just so good. <laughs> it is so good. Um, that, that is one of my favorite books, favorite authors. They are amazing. I would mm-hmm. highly recommend yeah checking them out yeah they also have a book called pleasure activism which i haven't read but i'm very interested and yes. I'm like i watched a video of them talking about it like i said before the care manifesto by the care collective um i think it's called the belly of the beast and it's about anti-blackness um as anti-fatness mm-hmm. um by deshaun harrison i believe um that's a very good book Anything by Barbara Smith. There's the classic A Black Feminist Statement by the Compahee River Collective, which I feel like I've read in every single class ever. (laughs) Um, But such an important and foundational document. And I would go on to add like a lot of things that came out of that, such as like reproductive justice movement, Sister Song. All of these are great intro 
pieces of literature mm-hmm. that I think could get anyone acclimated to the importance of mm-hmm. gender and sexuality studies. Yeah. 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 So I thank agree. you for sharing yeah. those recommendations. Well, I feel like we could go on and on kind of geeking out about our shared major yeah. <laughs> because it's so exciting and I think we're both quite passionate about it. But I did want to shift a little bit to talking about advice that we might have for high school students who are thinking about college, maybe they're a junior or senior in college. It is application season, unfortunately. I'm I'm remembering my own time applying to college and I don't know if it's all happy memories. It's it's a hard one, but it's definitely well worth it. So I was wondering if you had any advice for high school students who are looking to apply to college in the next few months. For me, a big part of applying to college was, I know for some people it is about like the academics. Um, So if you have something that you're interested in, obviously look into colleges that will provide you with like the academics that you're seeking. But at the same time, I would look into like the place and the community. Um, Like I remember looking into like the kinds of clubs that like the colleges I was applying to had, um, the kind of things like the community and the town offered, um, those kind of things. Because like ultimately, obviously there's academics, but ultimately you want to find a place that like you will be able to like grow into your best self at. Um, And that's hard to find when... um, you haven't even been to the place and you're just searching about it online. I think that's important because um, like you want to find a place where you can just be happy at and you can grow and find your people and that I think should be just as important um, in choosing colleges as um, like the academics you're choosing to go for. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I definitely think um, considering that as you're applying is very important. Yes, I completely agree because I think something that's hard to conceptualize when you're applying is that this is a place that you might be living at for four years. And school is hard and it's not always your best friend and you want something to kind of supplement you as you're going through those like finals weeks. Like, you know, do I have a club that I am a big part of and I can like fall back on those people and can I build community here around outside just my academics so I think that that's really yeah really important advice and I wish I had heard it a little (laughs) bit sooner um but I think that no matter where you end up in terms of what college you go to you will always be able to find some community it Mm -hmm. it exists everywhere but I think taking a proactive approach and trying to see if your needs will be met by the schools you're applying to is really important yeah I definitely think about thinking of your needs as broader than just academics yeah yeah I think we're kind of told that like oh you're going to college for school so consider like what do you want to do in school and like what do you want to study and that's where you should go to college where it offers that study and I think it's much bigger than that yeah yeah it's very very layered and complex and But then beyond just high school students, would you have any advice for maybe some current college students who maybe are just in their first semester Mm -hmm. getting adjusted? I know we did talk about that a little bit at the beginning of our episode, but if you had any words of wisdom, I know that back then I would have loved to hear it from someone (laughs) who was at the end of their college career. 
Um, I think join clubs. Um, definitely, like, I know my school has a club fair, but even online, you can usually search for, like, what clubs are offered or look at, like, the bulletin boards of um, posters of clubs. And, yeah, I think that's the easiest way to make friends um, that have kind of, like, a common interest as you. Um, for me, trying something new was really fun. I like when I first joined college, I joined the rugby team and um, I had obviously never played rugby because it's not really offered in high schools and I didn't know anything about it, but it was a great way to um, make friends and try something new at the same time. Um, other clubs can be a great way to make friends and that share like a common interest um, with something you're already interested in. Um, yeah, so I think that was super important, at least for me, to make friends yeah. um, and kind of, like, find a sort of community um, is to, like, allow yourself to actually do that and, like, dive into that and do the scary thing of, like, showing up to a practice or a club meeting of a bunch of people you don't know um, and just doing it anyway, even though you're scared. Yeah. <laughs> even doing... if you cry a little bit before. <laughs> like Doing the scary thing yeah. and showing up is... Yeah probably could sum up my whole first yeah. year of college yeah. and I think for a lot of people too it's really hard to like put yourself out there decide to go to a club meeting because what if no one's there and what if no one talks to me but yeah. like I promise you everyone is in the same spot that you are exactly and yeah do something yeah. a little scary and yeah. vulnerable I think it'll really pay off yeah I think at least for me, like, I was going to be scared if I went to the club meeting or not. Like, I was scared. It was my first few weeks of college. Like, I was going to be scared either way. So I think just doing that thing, like, it was, yeah, it was very important <laughs> um, to find friends and find community, find people that I love now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that advice and for being on the podcast this week. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah. This was lots of fun. Hannah will be with us for the next few months as an intern. So maybe we can have her back on the podcast again. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, the CAP Community Health Educators are always here to answer your questions about anything in terms of this podcast episode, college life, preparing for college, future planning. We have a question box in our link tree, which can be found on our Instagram and on our TikTok. And you can always submit us an anonymous question and we will answer it here on the podcast. Thank you so much again, Hannah. Thank I really you. appreciate it. And we'll see you in two weeks. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of our Chaos Podcast. We release new episodes every other Friday. Until the next one, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at MISN underscore cap. See you next time. Thank you.